0: This podcast is rated off for of realness. Exclusive fucking content. What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode 114 of the basic Bookers podcast. If you don't know, I am Rich Theriz here with Basement Jet. Good evening, afternoon, or morning, wherever or what time you're listening, whether you're, you're, you're in your truck going to work, or you're, you're on the train, you're on the bus, you're in your bed, you're, you're, you're showering with your Bluetooth speaker on, and you're listening to the sweet, soothing sound of the basement bookers as you cover yourself in soap and suds. Here we are, here for you to accompany you throughout the journey that is your life where we talk about the world of professional wrestling in all its forms. The good, the bad, the real basement bookers. You went to a weird place in there. It's a little I always go wherever I'm needed, bro. Well, I don't think you, I don't think you need to go into our listeners' showers. I go wherever they take me. Wherever they take this podcast, we're there for them. We are, but... You You could be on the crapper right now. Right. You could be anywhere, because we're we're mobile. Yeah, but the the listeners that are listening to us, not there, don't need to hear about the other listeners that they can't see that are on the crapper or in the shower or whatever. Well, they don't have to think about that. They have to be more... Well, you put the image in their head. Yeah, because I'm trying to make it for everyone in different situations. See, another thing is, sometimes in life, you have to be selfish. It's about you and your experience. So you don't have to think about the other listeners.
1: You right.
0: Yeah. It's all about you. It's all about you, listener. You. You're the one out there busting your hump for the man trying to make a dollar. Just so you can feed your family Yourself, your cat, your dog, your hamster, your rat, your snake, or your ant farm. Guinea pig. Guinea pig. Insert animal slash child, child here. Is here. child and animal together. Thank you. I was... <sighs> That's how you start a podcast. I thought I had a cover with What's Up Wrestling Fans. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm rounding the bases, brother. You are. It's like it's like forty bases with you, though. Forty bases. That's, that's just like, four. That's forty. If you divided by yeah, that that for be, a run. It's ten, it's like four. So that's ninety feet. So that's three hundred sixty feet. Good cardio. So Thirty-six hundred feet. Sure. That's two thirds of a mile. I got good cardio. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you run a mile. We need to address what happened last week. If you didn't see on our Facebook page, which you should follow our Facebook for like, everything Basement Bookers, right? Because like anything that goes on happens there. Like we'll post shit in the middle of the week that obviously pertains to wrestling is hysterical or whatever. By the way, Garouche posted something that I want to check out. On yeah, our, it's a shoot page. interview up there. I started with the, Bad News Brown, the baddest of News Brown. Yep. Um. So. If you haven't seen it on Facebook, we did not go anywhere last week. We recorded an episode. Somehow, only 20 minutes of it got transferred to our editing device of choice. Uh, we decided, Jason Jared decided, because uh, he was it was his turn to edit, uh, that he wasn't going to post it. But we have it. We have all the news from last week, thankfully. So I don't have to go over it all again this week. You know... Basically, Jared's relieved at that. You know, you should all be thanking me, because... You should be thanking me, because I just thought about something. Mm -hmm. You know, in some buildings, they don't have a 13th floor. Now, we don't have a 113th episode. Bad luck. Interesting. Yes. So you think this is a case of your computer having Triscodecophobia? I don't know why you try to throw words that are made up. It's the fear of number 13. Maybe. It is. It's possible because computers could be coming aware. Maybe it has the legacy virus that's giving computers consciousness. I just made that up. So if you want to use that, that's fine. All that being said, we do have last week's news. If you are interested in hearing the news from last week, listen... Past the end of this week's episode, past the follow the bookers, following the follow the bookers will be last week's news. Now, what, we wouldn't be upset with you if you decided not to, as I'm sure you've already heard said news, and we also wouldn't have any idea whether or not you have or haven't. Yeah, so, so but there's only one way to get the news the realest way. Is basement bookers. Just to follow the bookers. You have to do it that way. I mean, what are you doing? Plus, <sighs> there's a really bad Foghorn Leghorn impression in there. Yeah, there you is. You should just check it out for that. Oh, that was during the news? No, it was um, like, at, that's the last thing I got. Oh, that's right, that's right, okay. It, that only happened like ten minutes ago it, that I it, let you listen to that. It killed your computer. Right. It's like, your computer's like, fuck that, you're not listening to shit anymore. Yeah, but the rest of the podcast was good. It was. It was we'll very never, good. damn it. We'll never know. I think it might have been the best episode ever. Nah, I I think, all I, time I, I think in the was history. It, I think what was it, a month ago was our, our best episode. Anyway, all of that being said, What's we do that? have a bunch get of in news. In the way of a good story. We do have a bunch of news, but before we get to this week's news. Yeah, payback. We do have payback results. You got, you got something to call me? I will call you Chip. There we go. I hashtag and <laughs> new on Twitter. You do. Because I, much like Conor McGregor, am humble in defeat and also humble in victory. Yes, you are. So, pre show match number one. They got this, they had this bumped down to the pre show. Uh, Ziggler versus Corbin. Uh, wasn't a fantastic match. Dolph beat Corbin with a roll-up. Corbin was pretty dominant. It was very similar to his match against uh Austin Aries from TakeOver. Well, you know something, Rich, there is. I got a problem with that match, brother, and you know what it is. I don't think that they should have had Ziggler beat Corbin. I don't think Corbin should have been beat. Mm-hmm. Especially, look, I understand that the feeling around backstage... I don't know anything, but I've read some stuff, probably you, that they, you know, being on a pre-show doesn't mean you're not on the pay-per-view. It's just like, Mm. it's a part of it. Like, they want to treat it like the same thing. Why would you have this new guy that you're trying to get people interested in, keep them interested in him, have him beat? You're not just having him beat on... in the first place, you're having a beat on a pre-show, which I gotta be honest with you, not a lot of people watch the -hmm. pre-show. One. And number two, not a lot of people knew in the first place that that match would be on the pre-show. It wasn't even discussed. Was it tweeted or anything? Not to me. I don't know. But not everybody's trolling Twitter for what WWE says. Like, Mm. I, I don't know. I don't know if maybe some people don't follow them anymore for the spoilers that they tend to... Put up, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just don't. Maybe they did a Facebook post, but like I don't really look at that because sometimes they spoil things. Exactly. But I wouldn't have beat Corbin uh, in that match—a throwaway match. Yeah, much as in I my did, opinion. As much as I enjoy Dolph Ziggler, mm-hmm. I respect both guys. Mm-hmm. I think if you want to build new stars, the best way to do that is keep Corbin strong. Yes, yeah, stay away from the 50-50 booking. Especially with someone that just debuted. He won the Andre the Giant over the third man over the top rope battle royal, brother. He did. He did do that. And, uh, look. I mean, it is what it is. There's nothing we can do about it. Maybe instead of just, uh, voicing the fact that I didn't like it, mm-hmm. I will offer an alternative. If you wanted Ziggler to have the win, why not have Corbin disqualified for not breaking count? Yeah, on something that would have been better. I mean, I think or just keep pummeling him in the corner or something. It it it's kind of a lose lose situation at that point because do you go for a non finish like a DQ or do you it's go still for a Dunglish? finish? It's still a finish, but it's but instead have him beat by roll up. Right. Well, I S- guess it's a veteran move, but yeah, it is what it is. Can't okay, beat roll-up. Still kind of, in a way, keeps him strong, but not as strong as... Yeah, he's still lost, though. Like, he could have moved his shoulder. It's Kind of like he made a rookie mistake, it felt like. Like, he got caught unawares by the veteran Dolph Ziggler. If they could sell that story, if they could tell that story, if they could mention that at all... But they didn't. Right. Because... As per usual, we were talking about certain matches we were going to go through. Mm -hmm. I said to you in text, I'll wait till Raw Mm -hmm. before I jump the gun. You did say that. And I did wait for Raw. Mm -hmm. And again, Ziggler eliminates Corbin from the Battle Royal for the number one contendership for the United States title. Yep. Which I thought he would win, and then I'm like, nah, it's a little too early for that. I I I was thinking he would win because he obviously now has experience winning that type of match. Yeah, yeah, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that was smarter than to do, and then for him to get eliminated by Ziggler, but the best part of that was he came and whooped his ass. Yeah, Yeah, so we know the feud continues, which is a good thing at least. At Extreme Rules, I wonder what kind of match it's going to be. Hopefully it's something cool. I hope. Uh, our second match on the pre-show, which we knew was going to be on the pre-show, which doesn't belong on the pre-show because it's a goddamn title match... The United States title! ...was the US Championship match. Did you notice Ryback's ring entrance? Yeah, I did. Uh, a couple things. Now that I actually have one, I wonder if the whole time Punk was checking his watch, if he was checking his heart rate. Like, was it a watch or a heart rate monitor? Because... Maybe he was in this fat burn zone and that's when it was clobbering time. You're, you, you're just happy that you have a Fitbit. And you want people to know. I don't... Because you know damn well there was nothing on his fucking wrist besides tape. No, he had a watch no, on. No, he didn't. It's a magical watch. No. It was pretend. Who no. said he had a pretend one on? <laughs> you don't know. Okay, I'll ask him next time. Two see things you. about Ryback's entrance. Mm-hmm. He, hey, he also did the the, the right. He did the, the whole CM Punk thing. I loved it. He's a hater. I, no, I, it was fucking great. They were because they were in Chicago. Oh, so really? Shut up. So they were. <laughs> I thought it was a great way to get heat. It shows personality on his part. It like because I don't think like uh, the agent fucking gave him that idea. I think that's him. I think and this is just me talking out of my ass as usual. We don't know anything. anything. Do. I think that's him going. Screw these guys, Mm -hmm. as in because of what we're going to talk about later on. Which we will. That's the first story, I think. I'm pretty sure Vince didn't okay that. I think it got heat. So, Vince okaying it or not, seeing that it got heat as a heel, Vince would have appreciated it. I don't know, dude. Like, I don't think he wants any reference to the guy at all. He's still on the network. That doesn't matter. There's plenty of people on the network. I think as as long as as long as you don't have Benoit status, you're good. Trump I, doesn't have Benoit status. I don't care for the guy right now because he betrayed me, and I don't want to talk about that because it's a sore spot. I'm getting stronger. Mm-hmm. My heart is fine now. I don't. I can't go back to that. Okay. And for Ryback to do that, I was cool with it. Because he had a pre-show stopper belt on. Mm-hmm. That was cool. That's embracing where you are. It said pre-show stopper. I didn't notice Yes. That. See? That's why I'm here. To catch what you miss. Mm-hmm. And you're here to catch what I miss. Yeah. So, yes. That happened. Mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, the match itself... I like it. There were no... I don't... F- Let me go on, let me start this off by saying, before we go into the show proper, there was no bad match. Right. I wouldn't call any match during this pay-per-view a bad match. Or not Mm -hmm. even a pay-per-view, I'm sorry, special event, network event, Mm -hmm. whatever they want to call it. The, you know, the show. Uh, Payback. Backlash. Mm -hmm. Paybacklash. Gents. Kalisto wins with the Salido del Sol. He reversed something, I think. Yeah, a- it was after Ryback missed uh, Splash off the top. Yeah. You knew as soon as he was going up there, <clears throat> it was closing time, brother. One way or the other, yeah. Yeah, I-, I really thought Ryback was going over, but obviously there was some backstage stuff that we we didn- weren't aware of yet. So. We both did. But, the- but the- uh, that actually happened on Monday, so maybe this was sort of... I don't know. We'll see. But either way, I thought it was a good match. It was a very good match for Ryback. Uh, It was back and forth. I like that. A lot of high-flying by Kalisto. And a super military press by Ryback right before the SDS. Yeah, I was thinking, I'm like, so is Kalisto's bones adamantium or something? Because that should have been a finish. It's like rubbery. That should have been a finish to me. Don't put him in that, don't put that, don't put that out there. That's one of the things that kind of distracts me. Mm -hmm. Because I'm like, all right. I understand that they're superstars. Mm-hmm. And I also know that the, the finishes are predetermined. Mm-hmm. I'm an adult physically. I understand these things. Mm-hmm. However, certain moves should just be an end all. A guy that big doing that to Kalisto, mm-hmm. that's a finish. Don't put that, don't put him in that position. And to still come up short after that? What does he have he, to do? Well, okay, here's um, the only thing I could really say in defense of that decision, is that the military press, it's just your own weight hitting the mat. If it was Ryback's weight behind it, yes. The average fan is not looking at that. I know. It looked like it hurt a lot. And was fine. As a luchador... I'm sure he's missed splashes a couple times, so it's the same thing. Yeah, but it's not being done to him. It's not the same thing to the casual observer. If you think about it, actually, that makes it better for him because, let's say you're going up top for a splash, you're doing it because you think you're going to hit it. You miss, you're unprepared. As opposed to, someone's holding you above the e- their head, you know you're going to fall, you're prepared for what's going to happen. Even if you're prepared for what's gonna happen, you still hurt when you fall out. I'm, I'm, I'm. Listen, I'm just trying to grasp at straws to offer some sort of explanation as far as how dare you? I'm just how dare is you? This is what we do. How dare you? Yes, I, I try to make a point. You shoot me down. We shoot each other down all going. the time. This is what we do. Shots fired. Shots fired. I want to holster these pistols. Right now, we'll have a gentleman's agreement okay. for the next two seconds, and go. Okay. So next start the pay per view proper, uh, and if unless you're under a rock, you know what happened here. Uh, New Day welcomed us to the pay per view, entertaining as always, fucking yeah. Fun you don't out. have to take them through everything, or not. Um, Enzo came out, said well, Jill's getting a beat down. Nothing else really memorable. Um, very, very early in the match, two, three minutes, if that, um, Gotch sent Enzo out out under the bottom rope, his head bounced off the second rope, and then smacked the mat really hard. Ref held up the X. the match was stopped. Um, it looked like, to me, that at first he thought he was getting sent through the ropes, and then realized that the spot called for him to go under the rope. So he changed what he was doing, but too late. And so that's why his head ended up hitting the second rope, and then whiplashing into the mat. My theory was I thought he broke his neck. Mm -hmm. Like, because that was my knee-jerk reaction. Yeah, I was like, no one could see me, but my face was like frozen, almost like Undertaker guy. (laughs) But if if you look at the distance... Between where Simon Gotch sent Enzo to the outside, mm-hmm. he put too much force for the amount of space he had between being inside the ring and going outside the ring. Right. In other words, he should there should have been more space. Mm-hmm. And That's what happened. He put he like if you watch the match again on the WWE Network, mm-hmm. free for new subscribers, even subscribers. That were once subscribers and didn't subscribe and resubscribe later got a free month. It's Me, month mm-hmm. uh, you can watch it and you'll see that that that's what happened. But uh, you know the match was really good. They were doing a lot of crazy reversal moves and they mm. were like really into it. it it's was wrestling. both. Yes, it's both teams' first time on a pay per view wrestling each other and they wanted it to look really good and I think that's what happened with Simon Gotch. He just got a little bit into it, man. Uh, let me ask you. Did you listen to or read what Austin said about it? He said something? Did he say He said exactly what I'm gonna whoop your ass. No, he Did said you, he said exactly what you said, but he but like he said it in a way that he said that he wasn't uh like he wasn't criticizing him, just pointing out that it it's an area for him to learn from the experience. Look, man, calls Steve Austin is a veteran, mm-hmm. and anything he says, I I'll, I agree with everything he says. So. That's, that's why I asked. I thought you read it, and then, um. Nah. I try not to, because I like to come in here with my own shit, you know? Yeah. My own stuff, but that's pretty cool. So, ultimately, the match got thrown out. Uh, the Villains didn't quote unquote win, but we found out on Raw that. The villains, because of Enzo's injury, are the number no one contenders. Uh it like it looked really bad. Like the when I first saw what happened to Enzo, without seeing a replay, or nothing. I thought his neck got caught on the bottom rope on the way down, and I was like, "Holy shit, he's dead!" I thought he broke his neck. So yeah, so um, we felt we did find out later on. Um, he's concussed. In, yeah, in the middle of the next match, like early on in the next match, which was Sami Zayn Kevin Owens, which we'll talk about. Um, yeah, I still time. have stuff for that. Okay, um, Michael Cole told us that Enzo was on his way to the hospital and he's quote, moving his extremities and talking, getting uh, getting across the fact that it's not a major neck injury, if a neck injury at all. So I think that was really great of them to update us as soon as they were able to. So I think that was really well handled under the circumstances. Oh, so yeah, I, I, I expected them to do that. I mean, they gotta they have to, this is a publicly owned company. Okay. So, that's my line. <laughs> there is no your line. There is no my line. There's the real line. Or something. Yeah, like, but I'm the, only, I'm the one always pointing that out to their public. Yeah, how's it feel? That? How's it feel? It's annoying. The, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, they got to let everybody know it's going to be all right. Because you got kids there. Mm-hmm. Kids watch on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, what happened? What, what happened? And the, the parents are like, I, I don't know, kid. Can't help you. It ain't ballet. That's what happened. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, it's it's fake though. But anyway, mm-hmm. I wonder if we were right about the Dudley's. If that was if that was true. If it was going to happen, and if, if if it was still going to be the same finish, vaudevillains going over, even though they didn't go over. Yeah, well, no one went over. Which look, this isn't me saying. I'd never want anything like that to happen to anyone mm-hmm. in wrestling, especially when I like and respect them. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It makes it so the vaude villains go against a new day, mm-hmm. but Enzo and Cass don't get hurt. In like story wise, right. the characters don't like get the characters hurt. don't lose any credibility at all. Right. So they're intact, mm. and on Raw, Cash was a house of fire. He was. He was SmackDown too, which I know you didn't watch. Exactly, but I'm talking about Raw. Because <laughs> Raw, because the Raw after Payback, mm-hmm. as much important as the pay per view is, we all know the follow up on Raw mm-hmm. is equally as important. Yeah, it's like another piece to the puzzle. Mm-hmm. They handled the aftermath. Quite well, Mm -hmm. and the vaude villains. I think it was Simon Gatchu who even said it, or was it the other guy? That real men get back up. I don't. I don't remember which of them said it. One of them said it. I'm like, wow, you went there. Kudos. That was good. Like being. Being a bad guy, you know, just staying with it. It was Aiden English that said that. Okay, Sorry. Aiden English, the one with the with the pipes. Mm-hmm. That was excellent. By pipes, I mean good singing voice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, of course they had their match uh, cast casting with The New Day against the uh, Dudley Boys and the vaude Villains. Mm-hmm. I think the faces won. Ultimately, it turned out that it was... Thankfully, just a concussion. Concussions are bad, but considering we thought it was a potentially broken neck or whiplash or something... I thought it was a broken bleeping neck. Yeah. Enzo, I'm sure you saw the footage, because I, I doubt you actually remember it happening. Uh, so you know it could have been a lot worse. Get well soon. This basement booker cannot wait for you to get back in the ring. I have preempted you. And on the mic. I preempted you, because as soon as that happened, I tweeted, please be okay, bro. Hashtag pray for Enzo. <laughs> I tweeted something also. I don't remember what. Alright. Our next match was Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens, and they were off to a hot start. I won. I'm wondering if they, if they had such a fast-paced start because it was planned, or to sort of get the crowd back into it and get the minds off Enza, to get the—I don't know—we'll never know. But good start. I remember it being a good hot start. Uh, it was right after that that Cole t- told us that it's uh, he's moving, extreme reason talking. Ah, uh, back and forth match. Um, would oh. you call? Oh yeah, that was. That, would you call, bro? That was our. Would you call? I call. Would you call Cohen. to change the finish? Who'd you call to change the finish? Who do you know? I don't call anyone to change you, the it finish. It's fixed. You fixed it. It is fixed, but not by me. It makes no sense. It's no sense at all to me. Okay. let Basement Booker. That's Basement Booker in here. I keep it real. I keep it real with you. I keep it real with the Basement Bookers fans. The pay-per-view is good. The match started off great. Hmm. I woke up and it was over cuz I wake up really early in the morning on Sundays for work. I kind of missed the match. But I did rewatch it. Wait, did you fall asleep in the middle of the match? I fell asleep in the middle of the match. And you match. slept through the night from there? No, I woke up and Kevin Owens was talking to Byron Saxton. Oh, okay. So That was great too. We'll get to and that. it wasn't cuz I was upset cuz I lost. I did lose. But you know what? In life, you're not always going to win. Sometimes you lose. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes you lose. I don't know what the hell. I was thinking about (laughs) saying something powerful or motivational. It just didn't come. There's a a lyric in there somewhere. Probably. I don't know. Sometimes you win and you lose. That doesn't make you a loser. Only if it's consistent. Email that to Daughtry, see if he uh, puts in his next fucking album. Okay. I mean, hey, if it gets me some money, I mean, I'll write songs. But we're still on that match, huh? Uh, yeah, so I called it a Huluva match, because it was a hell of a match. Back and forth. Uh, and see what I one did there. Yeah. one of those. After the match, Owens tossed Sammy out of the ring and he demanded that Byron Saxon come into the ring and interview him and ask him uh, about the match. Ask him about the feud. I think that was done because they were they had more time. Probably. But it was still excellent for, for the Kevin Owens character. And then especially after... Because um, he said, now he can focus focus and regain his IC title. Baron asks if he cares if, if Miz wins since that match matches next... And Owens is like, oh, that match is next, good, so I can sit on commentary with you, and upstage you, and uh see firsthand. And then, of course, he did a great job on commentary because he was, uh, and he was, he was accusing. It's it, what's great is that Owens demanded that Byron go interview him. Then on commentary, he talks about how Byron interrupted his celebration. Yeah, I, I know we're gonna have a difference in opinion. Mm-hmm. I didn't care. Like He was more annoying to me, not in the way of, wow, this is great heel work. It's like, alright, I'm I'm trying to watch Cesaro and Miz have a match and I gotta hear Owens bury Byron on commentary. Try to bury Cole and kiss JBL's ass. Which is what he's supposed to do. But save that for SmackDown or Raw. I I understand why it was done, so Sami Zayn could come out later and they can brawl mm-hmm. because this isn't over. Uh, in regards to the finish, Sami Zayn can lose, and it would be okay mm-hmm. because Sami Zayn's always been that kind of guy on NXT. Mm-hmm. You know, he's been he's always fighting an uphill battle, giving it all he's got. The match with Samoa Joe, two out of three falls. Mm-hmm. Just this close. I have my fingers, my, my, my pointer finger and my thumb doing that, just that little bit. He was mm-hmm. that much short for becoming the number one contender for the NXT title again. Mm-hmm. He just couldn't get it done. So, that's so, fine. Always on the cusp. Yes. Of reaching that next level. Yeah, because, because then it's like, when you see his matches, you're you want you're rooting for him. You're like, is it going to be this time? Mm-hmm. It, oh, because nah, it'll get like <laughs> really close. You're like, Yes, and he's, oh, no, my heart. Either way, you're feeling <laughs> something for him. Mm-hmm. So, that's good. That's a quality that you can't really make up, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. He's just got this, this thing in his face or something. Like, the way he sells and things, he's like, God, I tried so hard, but to quote Lincoln Park, in the end, it didn't really matter. You nice. know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, good on him. Uh, the, the night after, uh, it felt like to me what they're leading to, since there was a, there's a fatal four way. It's gotta be, yeah, right? Yeah, four fingers here. Awesome style. It's gotta be a fatal four way coming up. Yeah. I mean, I I'd put that for, uh the at the end of the Mrs. Ara match, I already put it. Yeah, I was thinking about that. I'm like, is it, this is what's happening? Alright, I guess this is what's happening. Whatever geek puts these guys on the show and it's a stipulation, it's fine. That means no D Q, no count outs. Mm-hmm. Uh Maurice get, can get involved in a way. So she's yeah. there. That's good, man. Uh I wanna say early prediction. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens gets his belt back. Hmm. I would prefer hmm. if Cesaro won, because the IC belt and Cesaro with that new thing he's doing with the suit mm-hmm. and the double seven with the mic is supposed to be like his gun, kind mm-hmm. of. You, you see that? Yeah. yeah. I think that would work with the Cesaro character. I, I think the IC title would be good for him. I mean, Miz with the title is cool too, but he doesn't really need it. Cause he's, he's kicking it up a notch. (laughs) He's, you know, he's a fixture. Yep. Um, something else I was thinking about stuck in my head here. But yeah, Fatal Foy. Oh! See, we left the United States title match and I had a prediction I was talking to you about earlier. I was supposed to bring it up, but now I remembered it. Okay. I was thinking, Rusev is the number one contender for the United States title. Machka. Is that for Extreme Rules, that match? Yeah. Rusev beats Kalisto. Mm-hmm. John Cena's coming back Memorial Day. That's the following Monday, right? I don't know if it is. I don't know when Extreme Rules is. I don't know when Memorial is. I think it's the last Monday of the month or so I don't know. So it sounds about, right? Anyway, that's not the point. But my whole point is John Cena, once again, takes the United States title off of Rusev and brings the United States title back to where it belongs. But then, fine. But then what for Rusev? Rusev just left the League of Nations, got kicked out, whatever you want to call it. So if he gets a U.S. title, he's going to drop it the next month? It's oh, John Cena. That's hot potato. Not once it's, in, once it's in John Cena's hand, that potato is frozen. I hear into you. Into a block of awesome. I think, like honestly, I don't know where they're gonna write Cena in. I don't as the United States champion. Rusev needs to be built up more again. I think they're gonna have they might have their rematch, and Rusev will go over by hook or by crook. I don't think Rusev should go over because I think hear me out, man. I am. Rusev can be a, a heavyweight champion contender. You're right, but he need like right now. His character needs to show the same dominance he had when he debuted. You need to think about a couple things. Mm-hmm. One, the short-term memory of wrestling fans. <laughs> like you, need, you can make him. You mean a memory ten times better than mine? Exactly. You can make him. He doesn't really need the United States title for that. You know you could have him put on so another- the match he has with uh, okay let's just interrupt me Get it. Get it. I'm sorry you know how hard it is for me to hold thoughts <laughs> uh, think about it this way mm-hmm. you could have him have a five four-ish star match with Cena mm-hmm. for the belt United States title and have John Cena barely beat him because John Cena is just coming back from surgery. He's, you know, he's not that strong now. Mm-hmm. And it, by showing that good, in that good match, like putting on a good showing, mm-hmm. either Stephanie or Shank could be like, you can, maybe you could be in this number one contenders match for the, or something, I don't know. Maybe I'm just grasping at straws. But, I'm yeah. wrong, probably. I'm always overbooking. Here's, like, what I'll say to that is that's another situation of hey, you lost a match, so here's uh, here's a match for a contendership for the world title. Yeah, but here's the thing. Why is it it's okay for them not to care when they have their ideas, but when I have my idea, they have to care? Who's they, them? Them. You know who them is. I know them. I know all about them. I'm just saying. Feb, the, the WWE creative. I'm just saying that's booking that we've complained about in the past. I know, but it's, that's the way it is. I it's mean, like complaining about the rain. So if you're putting that as a prediction, okay. It's not a prediction. It's like what I think should happen. I think John Cena is the answer to the United States title getting better again, and we get the United States challenge on Monday again. I am all for the United States Challenge because that was awesome. Fine. If Rusev does that, then I'm on board. How about that? You wanna build Rusev? Have him whoop ass every Monday with a United States challenge of his own. Just call it the Russian challenge or something. Whatever he wants to call it. He could call it the Bulgarian Bulgarian cream donut challenge. Whatever. Krispy creamy eyes, huh? The <laughs> the Lana fantastic new outfits invitational challenge United States Brother. yeah I like this whole this uh, whole lingerie thing with the jacket that she's doing yeah that's fine so she back to being a valet she's no longer wrestling <laughs> I that's doors closed she didn't I, like it I don't know but I want to see that outfit again that purple it was fucking Stretch I think the it's okay clear. to just be a valet. <sighs> she's, I mean, she's doing training. The Look, performance center is using resources on her. That allegedly, right? I don't. I haven't seen any footage. No footage. There's no footage from. Okay, this um, is all hearsay. What's your evidence? It's a good point. I never saw her on. I never even saw her in the background on breaking ground and nothing. That you know of. Because it could have been real quick and you could have been looking on your phone. Supercard. Maybe. Alright, whatever. Either way, I think Rusev needs to become dominant. For his character, he needs to become dominant again. Because if not, I see him going the way of Santino and uh, Sandow and... You're skipping ahead! I am skipping ahead, but you know, it's sort of a teaser. Teaser to what's already in the podcast. Gotcha. So, what's next? So, by the way, Miz beats Cesaro. What? If you didn't know. Um, Yeah, because the... Oh, We didn't talk about who... Distractions and stuff? We didn't talk about who won, who went over. I know. I was just talking about just now. Okay. I was just telling you how it happened! Dean Ambrose! Beat Chris Jericho. That's not how you say it. You gotta say... Dean Ambrose! Grueling match. Ambrose and Jericho... I didn't I don't have any other notes really I don't know why i might have I might have been coasting on
1: Dean Ambrose wins
0: with the dirty deeds, oh yeah, I was drinking bullfrog that night. He wins with the dirty deeds he's like uh Jericho went to do his lion salt, which always winds up with him taking the knees mm-hmm. and then uh Ambrose struggled to get Jericho up and mm-hmm. just dirty deeds him. Mm-hmm. Dirty, dirty deeded, deeded. Did, deeded him into the mat. Won the match. One, two, three. The so, Raw, uh, Dean Ambrose had Stephanie McMahon on the Ambrose Asylum, mm-hmm. who proceeds to take his show away from him after he, you know, gets under her skin, which he said he wouldn't, but he did, and proceeds to get his plant smashed on his head by Chris Jericho, who lost the match the night before. R.I.P. Mitch. Yeah, R.I.P. Mitch. Mitch, please. But the point of what I'm saying is... Jericho lied to us. Again, with his stupid swerving. I am on to you, Chris Jericho. I did use the Amazon link on Talk is Jericho to buy my Fitbit. Just nice. saying. Shout out to Jericho. But just so you know, because I know you didn't watch SmackDown. You really need to start watching SmackDown, but... Don't tell me what I need to do, bro. You need bro. to start watching SmackDown. What are you my mom, bro? You just to start watching SmackDown. Because said, in reference to what happened, he said, revenge is a Mitch. Ah. Uh, <laughs> a Mitch can also be a term used for a male bitch. Interesting. Yeah. M. Mitch. I wonder if that was planned that far in ahead that that's why that was the plant's name, or if it's just coincidence. Like Ambrose came up with oh, I'll name a Mitch, and then they ran with that. Might not have been him. Might have been a writer. Who even knows? Maybe the writer's name is Mitch. Maybe. But yeah, I don't. I only see that as a window to put Dean Ambrose in a match of his own element. So hopefully that's the Extreme Rules plant match, in which the only weapon you can use is a potted plant. Has Vince Russo all over it. Way to no sell, no sold my match idea, which is funny in theory. It's not like it's going to happen. It's sad because I think Vince Russo would have gone with something like that. I really don't think he would have. Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Yes, but a potted plant Viagra over the head. Viagra on a pole. That's not the same thing as what I'm talking about. It's not like it's a potted plant on a pole, match. I'm saying you use a potted plant as a weapon. That looked like it hurts. You ever had a potted plant smashed over your head? No. I'd imagine it hurts. It's ceramic. Ceramics hurt. Sugar. Is it, though? It would have to be. Was that a real potted plant? Did they kill a plant? I don't think- What is the the outrage? It's a publicly traded company! Like you say! You were talking- you were telling me about your diet, right? How you could have fats and stuff, so you have- but you're cutting out carbs? So you had a burger with lettuce. That's a plant! What is the outrage? There's no outrage. Life eats life. I'm eating a burger! What are you doing? I don't know. know. (laughs) That was a cow. I don't know. I went I went through I went through I'm going through this full logo pretty quick. Oh yeah, obviously. So it's ranty time. Is it? Yeah. We're still on the Oh, is this the women's title match? Oh yeah. Oh it's the women's title match. Before we get to the rant, there was a part of the match that was stupid. And I don't know who screwed up. Maybe it was Natty. Maybe it was Charlotte. Maybe they didn't really plan it well ahead of time, but at one point, Natty was trying to get back into the ring. Right? Yes. And you know how, like, the dude's getting back in the ring and do dude kicks the middle rope and it hits him in the nuts, right? Yeah. Charlotte tried that, but, so, Charlotte kicked the middle rope, but Natty went between the middle and the bottom rope. So, she totally either kicked the wrong rope, or Natty was supposed to go over and she didn't. She went over the wrong rope, and... I don't know. I don't know why it happened, but that was a fail. Your good eye ruined an otherwise good match because I didn't catch that. But again, that's nitpicking. That's exactly it. Because there was no bad match. Be- because Natty and Charlotte are two of the best women in wrestling right now, which is this is That are active. Active. Sasha's hurt. Oh yeah, Sasha's hurt. Is she hurt? Was she? I don't know her what's happening on Some... TV it's just something, up. I don't remember the last time she wrestled. Naomi's hurt, Tamina's hurt, but that's the side of the point. This is right now, like, the Renaissance period for women's wrestling. A Renaissance. She doesn't wrestle. If you will. She doesn't wrestle. I just want to say. Love it. Renee. Definitely love Renee. But she doesn't wrestle. And that's okay. You are such a hater. She's great at what she does. But I. It was a funny play on words that I did. Okay. Put the shovel down! Put the shovel down! Put the shovel down, Chad. Put the shovel down! Let me have some Red Bull. Let me fix that. So, for those that didn't see, Charlotte, the finish of the match came when Charlotte out of nowhere, not out of nowhere, but like unexpectedly put Natty in the sharpshooter And referee Charles Robinson, without Natty Tapping, calls for the bell Immediately. And... Well, go ahead. I'm sure your rant will cover everything. Okay. For starters, before I get to the rant, I just wanted to point it out. Bret Hart looked like he had zero interest in being there. Mm -hmm. Number one. Number two, that was confirmed to me. By his interviews. <laughs> I think he, I think he, he was upset at missing, missing out on the supercar bouts. Maybe. Maybe. But listen. He's trying uh, to get Finn Balor. Look. I understand. Maybe that finish was last minute. Maybe it wasn't. You're trying to come up with a, a way for Natalia and Charlotte to have another match. Now. Both Rich Deriz and myself. Know about the Little nature character that Charles Robinson played on WCW television? So I guess maybe that's okay because it was kind of alluded to on Raw, sort of. It was explained that, that right?
1: yeah, Rick. Uh, they showed even I
0: know for a fact from a from an interview with Charles Robinson on talking Jericho that that was his favorite wrestler growing up. Yeah, they actually showed footage of um Charles Robinson coming out in the robe and everything, doing the four with Flair next to him. Right. Now, there's a couple of reasons why this wasn't a good move. Number one, Bret Hart's out there and it's hokey. It's such a dumb way to do it just because of that. Number one. Number two, was this match before or after Vince put Shane McMahon and Stephanie together in charge of Raw. Before. So this is before. Okay, so Shane's in charge and Stephanie's in charge on the Raw the night after. Mm -hmm. So they see what what's going on in the ring and what's being said. But nothing's going... They're not doing anything about an official making a controversial move. If the women's title is supposed to be on par with the World Heavyweight Championship, shouldn't there be, if that happened in a World Championship match, you don't think that there's gonna be repercussions to a referee doing that? There would. There would be. So that it stands to reason that there should be, you don't even, you could say that you find Charles Robinson. You don't even have to do like a big to do to turn him into a character, because you don't want that. Mm-hmm. So now in the back of your head, well, in the back of my head, because I, you know, I remember things. I'm like, "Well, this guy's crooked," mm-hmm. you know. Okay, fine. Uh, Ric Flair's banned from the the ringside mm-hmm. at the Extreme Rules uh, pay per view when uh, Natalia gets a rematch against Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Fine. Which doesn't make any sense because. It's presumably going to be some form of Extreme Rules match. Maybe because an Extreme Rules in the past, we've had regular matches. Which is bullshit. It is. I fucking hate that. We'll see. We'll... I have a suggestion. Go ahead. Ladder match. Let's do it. If there's any two women right now active that can do it, it's those two. Mm-hmm. Leader and Trish did it. Yep. Why can't they? So, do that. But my whole thing with that upset me On Raw, they didn't really... It didn't feel right. Because there wasn't Shane, the face. Shane is like a definitely super face. Mm -hmm. Didn't do anything. He really didn't do anything. How is this a new era? It's more of the same. Nothing really changed. The only thing that's new is... You brought up some NXT guys. It's SOS, bro. You know? Uh, what else? I see... I rationalized it so I'm not as powerful in my rantiness. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to make some kind of sense. Treat the women's championship like the World Heavyweight Championship. Repercussions for Charles Robinson. He should have been quote fined, Mm -hmm. end quote. At minimum, they should decide that he can never referee a Charlotte match again. Or a women's title match, period. Maybe. Definitely not. When, no more any on. match that Charlotte's involved in, he shouldn't be refereeing. Right. That's good. I don't mind that, and that uh, that takes the bias out. As long as they approach that mm-hmm. on TV, it, it does need to be addressed. Or even you can even use .com mm-hmm. because that's where they report the news. Mm-hmm. You could do it that way. There's. You don't even have to waste TV time on it. Hey, you know, we might have a tweet right now saying Charles Robinson is banned from... Yeah, but... I don't know. There should that. be... You know, just because you're a referee, it's not like you're a judge in a boxing match. Yeah. You're involved directly in the finish. Mm-hmm. And that ain't right, man. And that... Like I said, you you put, like, a... a, a, a crap stain on an otherwise... Awesome match. Okay, sure. Uh, both the heels got sharpshootered at the end. Okay, that didn't excite me. Brett didn't look pissed. No, it's like I said. he but, didn't have really much interest in being also there. Like, he was there for Natty. I'll be nice. He had pretty major surgery recently, so if he wasn't at 100% as far as... He put cancer in a sharpshooter, brother. He did. If if his performance level wasn't at 100% because of that... Okay. I think he just really had no interest in being there. But to your point, something you said... Was it you? Might have been me. Why not Neidhart? Why not Jim Neidhart? Yeah, I did! Yeah, why not? Because they wanted to do... Is it because Brett is the face of... The Hart Foundation. I think they want to do that ch- Chicago screw job. But I would have gone with 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 uh, Anvil. But yeah, that's that's it. That's my uh, rant on that one. It was po- it was pointed out I think during I think during the pay per view. I had said last week that which I guess it's a race from history, so no one knows what I said. But apparently, Bret Hart won his first. WWF Championship from Ric Flair. Interesting. I didn't know that. So how would you have finished the match? I mean, we're just here tearing it up the part to finish. What would you do? DQ. Um. Natty gets uh, Charlotte, the sharpshooter. Charlotte's near the rope. Um. Flair grabs Charlotte's hands to pull it towards the rope, but Natty ref doesn't see. Natty pulls her inside uh, towards the middle of the ring. Flair gets dragged with her. Then the ref sees and DQs her. Okay, and then and then they can do the whole whatever they did with the sharpshooter thing at the end if they want. Yeah, or go from there. Just have Flair ejected, and as Flair is thrown tantrum, roll up. But then like that wouldn't work. That But what work the point time. of Bret Hart being there? They had to use him for something. Yeah, so well let's do the screw job again. Yeah. But that's actually not a bad idea. This Vince, the screw job worked once when it was real. TNA did it and it got shit on. You did it, it's getting shit on. Stop redoing your own shit. Yeah, there's Just no stop. need for it. Let's let's move on with our lives. Ha- like you have two of the best wrestlers in women's wrestling of this generation. Let them wrestle a match to a conclusion, even if it's a DQ. Don't give the ref a personality to fucking interfere in the match. Now I'm going to have him in, my back, in the back of my head. I'm like, Is he on the take? So going right, on for any match now. I can't trust him. A referee must be beyond reproach. We really haven't seen Scott Armstrong. Except for a storyline. Mm-hmm. He's busy working out getting swole. What's his, uh... Oh, um... Hashtag hard body ref. I think so, yeah. as JBL always says. Okay... So after the Chicago Screwjob, we had a 20-minute flip-flop session with Vince ultimately saying, Okay, you're both running raw. Yeah. I'm, Thank you. Uh, Thanks for that. Thanks for... uh I mean, they probably gave it a little extra time because of the Enzo thing. But maybe. But I thought that... I mean, let's say that happened to... Let's say that happened five minutes into the match and they were supposed to go 20 minutes. Tag team matches typically last longer than singles matches because everybody's got shit to get in. So, they had a total of 15 minutes to spare. So, they probably separated that into Kevin Owens and Sammy and this fucking segment. I'm going to disagree because of the egotism of Vince McMahon Mm -hmm. and say that that was the original plan. They were going to go the 20 minutes anyway. Because you got to go to the bathroom sometime. It's not like you have a, a, a Divas title match to do. Yeah, so you, No. Women's title. I, I said that for a reason. Oh. Oh. True. Thank you. Okay. There's a difference. I didn't, like, I didn't see where you were going. Exactly. See, okay. okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, that's definitely time to, you know, when you hear the music come out, it's like, alright, so. You go, you wait in line at the bathroom. Because we've been to live events. Yes, yeah. you wait in line at the bathroom, you take your leak, you wait in line at the concession stand. You're like, hmm, what should I get? The popcorn? Do we have the, 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 the uh, candy? Yeah, the sugar The reason the I say this okay. is because you can hear while you're getting your candy and your popcorn, you can hear yeah. what's going on out there throughout the arena. Yeah. So it's not like you gotta see it. You're not missing a match. And they probably had monitors too, like mm-hmm. while you're out there, so. Yeah, they got them at the concession stands. What the fuck's that called? The sugar, the candy, the thing, the... Pop candy. Cotton candy, that's what I'm fucking thinking of. Cotton candy. God damn it. Man, it's been a minute since I had cotton candy. You didn't have cotton candy a minute ago. You know I, what I'm saying? I hate that shit. I hate using the term a minute to mean a long time. Yo, why are you stupid. hating, bro? I'm not, I'm not hating on you, I'm hating on that fucking phrase. Hey. It's stupid. Hey. 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 Don't you? It is what it is, man. Because I know that's coming. Hey, I wasn't even good i wasn't even gonna go that way. Hey, you okay, bro? This force making me loco. Yeah, apparently. Some sure. shit. Don't get hot. That screwjob's got you all like, ah. All right, but I mean that—the twenty-minute fucking McMahon segment, um. In between that segment and the main event, they announced that Enzo was diagnosed with a concussion, and all the tests are negative. So that was good. But other than, like, the Enzo update was the best thing to happen in the whole last three segments of the show. Okay, Roman and AJ... That match was awesome. Roman and AJ was very good until the first finish. And then it's like, okay, no disqualification. Or... No count-out. It's like, oh, okay, no disqualification. And then we have the real finish. Stop with the fucking... Like, there are false finishes, and there are bullshit finishes. And those... Like, this was fucking... So would you rather just end it on a count-out? No. A different ending. I thought it was fine. Finish. You start a match. Finish a match. Yeah, but all those things had to come into play. They had a lot of pieces... It's like, okay, okay, why not have Gallows and Anderson involved in the, in that? Of course you're going to get the Usos into that. And you know, you know, I don't know. And plus it lets the match happen again. AJ Styles versus Roman Reigns is good. Okay, You didn't like the match? Part, let's say there, there's part one, part two. You didn't two. like the match? I liked the match. I liked all the wrestling. The wrestling was good. I don't like the booking. Let me, so let me explain. Let me explain myself here. I We're would... going to say there's part one, part two, and part three of the match, right? Beginning, middle, end. In a way. Part one is up to the first finish. Part two is first finish to second finish. Part three is second finish to finish finish. Okay? Part one was great. Uh, how did that end? I don't remember. Let me look. Uh, count out. The wrestling was good. What they should have done, if they want to incorporate all the other elements that they have, they should have had Gallows and Anderson come to ringside. And when it looks like they might go to interfere, like like let's say uh, AJ gets knocked to the outside, right? Let's say Gallows and Anderson like, either go to check on him or they, go, they they get up on the apron to try and confront Roman in the ring or whatever, then you have the Usos attack them. They brawl. Exit. Brawling. Finish your match. Because the other two stipulations that we had in this match were both extreme rules-themed situations. Just save it for fucking extreme rules. Or, that's good, how about... How about this? Mm-hmm. Okay. This is why I thought it was fine. Why well, I liked it the way it was. Because even though, in our heart of hearts, we felt that Roman Reigns would retain the title, mm-hmm. there were moments, because of how this match was going, with the fact that there was no disqualification. The fact that Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson mm-hmm. got involved... I felt like could could he lose like I felt like it was a possibility that Roman would lose and I wanted to believe that it it, it left like like i that might have been a surprise there and when Roman won, I was excited because he won the match and there was a lot of times in that match Roman showed a lot of intensity and it felt like to me for like a second like just a split second you asking yourself. Did he purposely hit Styles low mm-hmm. or did he, oh, is it really an accident? Where am I with this? Where am I sitting with this? Did he purposely sandbag himself to get himself counted out so he can retain his title? Maybe he didn't. Maybe he was out mm-hmm. from that table spot. It's, I don't know what to think. That, like, I like that stuff, man. To me, that's the only benefit of it, but I feel like it was too much of a teaser for Extreme Rules. Like they're adding the Extreme Rules stipulations, but obviously AJ's going to get a rematch at Extreme Rules now. But well, it wasn't obvious to me until McMahon said so. I thought I'm, was. I'm not, I'm not on your level. Sometimes, sometimes, you know, I'm like that. I'm 13 years old again, and mm. this is how I'm seeing it. And you know what? Hey, how about this? Extreme Rules, two out of three falls. I'd be down with that. Like, I think really, about it. <laughs> one thing for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, I would really like there to be no interference. I feel like I feel like it diminishes the legacy of the belt every time there's a screwy finish like that. How long have you been watching? Ugh, oh, too long. <laughs> <laughs> like, they could they do a collection on the WWE network for 999 free for the first month on shady world championship wins and losses and whatever. I mean, you know, come on, bro. Sometimes you gotta, you know, but I I feel your point. This is, these are one of the things that's great about this podcast. Mm -hmm. Conflicting opinions. Mm -hmm. And we're allowed it. So on Raw, what they did, was uh, that six man tag at the at the main with the main event? Uh, Bullet Club. I'm just gonna say it mm-hmm. versus the family. Is what I'll call mm. it. Okay. And Bullet Club goes over, and the Bullet Club does a beat down on Roman Reigns. They got Roman Reigns up, and they're like, "Here, take this chair. You got to use this chair." AJ, you gotta do it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. Usos come out, make the save. Roman Reigns comes too. He sees AJ Styles got a chair in his hands mm-hmm. and just goes to town. Yeah, he did. <laughs> like, and then he puts it through a table. That I really think it would be great if, in fact, Roman does go heel. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. Table spots? He does the... Basically the shield powerbomb by himself. Just mm. putting people through tables like that. Oh, if the Usos go with him. No, just on his own, just powerbombing people. Right, but Like the, the distance he put. Like he threw him. I, oh yeah, that's right. Like that it was, was a throw powerbomb. That power was a bomb. toss powerbomb. Yeah, he should... that. He should do that. That's impressive because AJ can't really help get that distance. That's just Roman boss. Roman's the dude. a beast. I don't know why people won't get on board. He's a beast. This guy, man, there's so much potential. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. And I'm telling you, you gotta watch this him. Don't so, tell me what to do. Watch Manton. Main event. Gallows and Anderson beat Usos by DQ. What happened was Age, both AJ and Roman were at ringside for it, right? So Were they at ringside on commentary? No, ringside. Okay. Good. Uh, if if they were on commentary, I would have said on commentary. Would you? Yeah. what did I say? Whoa! You are you're, you're really aggressive this week. Uh, Alright. I don't know what happened to you, man. For those who don't know, know, because actually only Baseman Jarrett knows and my wife. Uh This Monday, I'm starting a diet bet. So, this is going to be my last Four loco for 60 days. So, maybe I'm hitting it a little harder than usual. Okay. It's also going to be my last Billy for 60 days. Sorry, next week, I'll be on Zivoltka. Because there are fewer calories in clear alcohols. Yes, the, the basement bookers are making life... Altering changes. Basement Jerry himself is basically kick the carbs out the window mm-hmm. and cut the sugar right out. I had my last peanut butter sandwich for lunch two days ago mm. and I will miss bread dearly. And I know you're sandwich boy. I love, I love sandwiches. I love hero sandwiches, like ham and cheese sandwiches. Chicken parm heroes. But you know what you can do? Uh, you you like all that stuff. Like, like say, like a chicken parm. You can get the chicken parm. Oh, you can't have chicken parm because of the bread. Exactly. exactly. But I can have a piece of. I can have chicken. You can have so those things that ham and cheese. You can have a ham and cheese sandwich and just have the outsides be extra cheese or extra ham or extra both. I do roll up my cheese and ham now. There you go. Just like. Ham and cheese roll-ups, bro. That's what I have for lunch. Ham and cheese roll-up had the mayo on the inside. Oh, no, I didn't put mayo. I gotta check that shit. Make it like a little funnel and shit. Or maybe like a mayo dip. Do a dip. I gotta check that. There's a certain mayo you can use. The fat content is good. Okay, yeah. Okay. So, as we were saying, what were we talking about? I was talking about SmackDown. Uh, Commentary. So, we're not on commentary. Oh, I was going to say they were on commentary. They got they really the hot side. about it. They were on ringside. They were ringside. So, what happened was... Were they on commentary, though? No. <laughs> like, uh... Who was it? Uh, one of the Users got tossed out of the ring or whatever, right? And th- they did this, sort of like... Don't they have different color leggings on? You can't tell? Them. I don't know. What Roman was, like, at ringside, like, on, at, on the ramp side, right? But, like, right near the apron. And they did kind of like a close-up. So I'm like, what's going on here? So like, like you saw Roman and you, you saw like, throws next to him, whatever. And all of a sudden, you saw Carl Anderson's foot just press up against Roman's face and shove it. So he didn't kick him in the head, but he shoved him. his face. He shoved his head with his foot. So Roman jumps in the ring and attacks him, and there's your DQ. Brawl ensued, and of course, ref, refs broke it up. AJ got on the mic and said, "They finish what they start." So, of course, then the Usos and Roman beat Gallows and, a- and Anderson and AJ with a spear on Mr. Carl Anderson of the Good Brothers, as they call them in Japan. And Morrow referred to the as. Nice. Do you know what you missed on SmackDown? Mauro and You also missed... Darren Young has a life coach. Bob Backlund! Yes! Make Darren great again. I didn't know he was great in the first place. How you do it again? This is insane. This is gonna be the fucking most over thing ever. Is it? Yes. I guess I'll see on Raw. Bob Backlund is completely fucking ridiculous, out of his mind, and you know it. We saw Backlund. What show was that? Was that SummerSlam? It was a Raw. It was a Raw. And he was he was he was outside. He was like like the whole day for like eighteen hours. He was like fucking, like, posing with people for pictures and shit and doing autographs. And so we're exiting Raw. We're exiting the arena, and people start chanting for for him or whatever. And he gets up on a table and he starts yelling at everyone. Yeah, because he's Mr. Bob Backlund. It was the fucking best thing ever. Yeah. Like, in the 80s and 90s, when, like, he made his comebacks and everything, I couldn't appreciate it because, like, I didn't know him... From a fucking hole in the wall, like I didn't know the whole San Martino shit and everything, all his previous views and everything. I just thought he was some fucking opie-looking dude. It's like he's not—he's not a big guy. Is so that that crossface chicken wing—he's legit look though. Look, that doesn't look like it hurts. It's, he did it's real like, wrestling. It's Like oh, this is oh, good. Crack my neck while you're there. You know that doesn't look like it hurts, but did to me. But like later on. As I grew up, I realized how fucking insane he is, and it's ridiculous. His, all of his, I know you hate when I mention it, all of his shit in TNA is ridiculous also. When he was helping train Chris Sabin for, to win back the, or defend, I don't remember, the X Division title. I was thinking we would go one episode without mm-hmm. you talking about TNA. No. <laughs> but doing, there it is. He had him doing fucking Hindu squats on the side of a highway. What are Hindu squats? I don't know. I'm not sure. I think, uh, I think they're... But you said he had him doing Hindu squats on the side of a highway. They didn't show it? It's like seven years ago. Oh. Do I remember? I don't do, you, remember. do you research? I don't remember seven minutes ago. And like, I didn't know this was going to fucking come up. TNA? You know it was going to come up. Because you bring it up every episode. <laughs> you know TNA's going to come up. You're making me drink this fucking full local shit. I'm not making you do anything. I'm not an enabler. Are you like the official SmackDown correspondent of the podcast? Yeah, because you don't watch the fucking thing. Well, I'm sorry, bro. But I I refuse to until they make it live. You missed Nanny and Becky beat Emma and Charlotte. Sharp so on Emma. Oh, yeah. Emma beat Becky on Raw. Mm-hmm. NXT was interesting. We had the debut of... You saw right? Yeah. One Mr. Eric Young... Who apparently, and it's in the news, is actually not signed to a deal yet. Oh, they say that for the nose I will. Samoa Joe choked him out. He did. Tessa Blanchard got squashed by Nia Jax, which sucks. Why not have her squash that other girl that she's always squashing? I don't know. And uh Finn's returning next week. The Yes. What is he going to say? What's his feelings? What's his state of mind? Find out next week on NXT. Only on the WWE network. Free for the first month. $9.99 a month afterwards. Still super angry about them making me get my own stuff, but. There's still <coughs> a wealth of, of, of content! Don't they know sharing is caring? Dude, did you watch Camp WWE? I did. What'd you think? It has potential. I loved it. It was good. I'm gonna hunt them down. Like a bloodhound, like a dog, like a like a, a what do you call Like it? a sexy, uh, a sub- sexy hypoallergenic, beautiful hypoallergenic sexy dog. Yeah, and Ric Flair. It was Rick Flair. Listen, woo! I'm like this is it's and you like you've shown me shows, and I'm like, what the fuck is this? This is very Adult Swim.
1: Yes, extreme, it's right, mature.
0: past the line, funny. Mature is one thing. This is... Like, there's a lot of stupid funny in there, also. You gotta not, have a mix. That I'm not a fan of. That's because you're a grumpy old man. The ridiculousness of the Flare character, I don't love. Oh, it's great. I like that he does Who his own. Humps pumps a boulder? The Nature Boy! Was there, was there a mossy crevice I didn't see? I don't know, but I, I thought it would be better if it was an actual mountain. Space Mountain. Ah, okay. Oh, by the way, also, the Edge Christian show, the Totally Reese of austin was actually... I, I think this is the best episode they've had. Yeah, it's up there. Like, this and the first episode were great. We had Bailey and Sasha in completely separate segments, and they were both great. Uh, I like Sasha better. I forgot what the Will They Talk About It was this week. What, what? Will They Talk About It. Oh, uh, it was uh of Christian Season 2 was the punchline. Um... That was something. CM Punk? Yes. That was the second one. The first one. It's like I'm rewinding. I know, I'm like. I Uh, I did watch it, but it was Tuesday, and that was a long time ago. Tuesday was a long time ago. I watched it Thursday. That was yesterday. It's a long time ago from my memory. I hear you, brother. You know what? Watch it yourself. Yeah, whatever. It's good. (laughs) Jump St. Challenge was good. Yes. Christian won. Mm. I like that they did each other's theme, so they're like, uh... Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Are we ready for the news of the week? I mean, what better way to end the podcast with the news? So, we had Tatanka return a couple weeks ago for the Andre the Giant 30 Man Over top. That was top only a role. couple weeks ago, or that was a month ago. Battle Royal Brother. It's four weeks. It's a month ago. Okay. Just say a month. So a month ago. So the hatchet, the Tomahawk hatchet has come down. I don't know, I thought that was a reference there. Maybe not. Uh, the Hatchet has come down, w dot, oh! posted today. See how I Yeah, it was I sell you jokes? It's a terrible time. It's <laughs> my fault. Um there's a quote. WWE has come to terms on the release of WWE superstars Damian Sandow, King Barrett, Santino Morella, Cameron, Hornswoggle, Alex Riley, El Torito, and Zeb Coulter as of today, and future endeavors, blah, blah, blah. Sandow, unless he asked for it, which he might have, I think was the worst decision on their part. Sandow was money as Mizdow. He was very entertaining when he was doing all the uh, copying gimmick that he was doing. We would copy people, and he was really over. The fans were really behind him. Yeah, uh, a lot of reports from live shows when he does come on is mm-hmm. he's over. I mean, not. I mean, they they pop for him. He'll like he'll never be Cena, but. That's not exactly the best comparison. You're right. There's nobody. Okay. He'll really. never be Daniel Bryan. Well, you see, that's not a. Very... It's different. See, Daniel Bryan is just over. Cena is. Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. But he's over. Right. H- Sandow will never be at that level. But there was certainly potential if they could just give him a gimmick that works for him. I thought the regular old Damien Sandow gimmick was very good, if not like, if not a copy sort of of the genius. It was. It was good. It worked. I liked it. Look about Ms. Dow, Mm -hmm. Damien Sandow, Mrs. Sandow. I've said this before. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I posted it on Facebook or commented somewhere. Number one, cream always rises to the top. Mm -hmm. Two, one door closes. I'm sure Mr. Sandow is going to go to the next door and kick it right in. This is an opportunity for him. If he really wants to pursue this, there's other things he can do. He could go to New Japan. He could do Ring of Honor. And I don't know if you remember a character from WWE named, oh, I don't know, Festus. You can leave and come back. You come back with more experience and it, it can happen. Festus turned into Luke Gallows before he left with the Shredge Society. Why do you? I get your path to always. I get, your point. I get your point. Be mean to me. <laughs> you, you just. You, I said to put the shovel down, and you just <laughs> picked it right back up. That's. I should have just put it out of the studio. <laughs> you should leave it outside. Hang outside. on a second. Pause here. I'm gonna put the shovel. Alright, there. The shovel's outside the studio. We're back in here. Thanks for bearing with us. Now, like I was saying before I was so rudely interrupted, listen, there's not a lot of time on TV, really, to put everybody you want on. Mm -hmm. So that means he can display his talents elsewhere, where they will have more time for him. So, I think... I believe in him enough to know if he really wants to, he can get better elsewhere. And Maybe because of his being on WWE television, other places probably recognize his potential mm-hmm. and capitalize on it. Um, in regards to Zeb Coulter, he'll probably come back when they need him, but mm-hmm. he really wasn't doing anything. He's he's had issues getting around since the surgery. That's why he was in the. I know, but maybe it's a time for him. You know, I'm sure he was smart with his money, and he's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. And he's another guy. If he can work anywhere he wants, Literally, like he, he was booking TNA for the longest time. Exactly. If you, he could probably help them out. You know, can't afford him. So uh, who else is on El Torito? El Torito, Alex Riley, Riley. Alex Riley is the only other name anyone cares about. Um, yeah, you. Yeah, me. That's 50% of the people in this room right now. Look, I want to first... So why wouldn't that be 50% first of the audience? First of all, today? I want to apologize to Alex Riley for costing him his job. You did I was watching him on NXT, the latest episode, he was being interviewed, that he was going to be on next week. This morning you said you were watching it. This you were watching morning. it This morning. This morning. Before this was released. Yes. Go this ahead. This morning... I'm like, what's he still doing here? And then, here we go. He's gone. Because I'm like, alright, you're angry. There's plenty angry people in NXT. See what you did? Uh, Do you see what you did? He's got to take that anger. Shame. No. Shame. No. shame. No. That's fine, I accept it. No shame. And he's another guy, maybe. You know, if he really wants to. WWE's not the only game in town. Yes, it is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe not. It's not for everybody. Indeed. I, I think he would get over in Japan. Okay. I think he would also get over in, in Ring of Honor. Him in particular. Uh, as long as he's actually a humble person, hmm. I don't know him in real life. I don't know how he is outside. I, I've never... I've actually never heard any stories about him. Really? Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. So, I mean, th- but that can't be a bad thing. Because, I mean, if he was a dick, we'd know about it. That's also true. Well, we know about Randy Orton shitting in someone's hands. Yeah, bag. but he's Randy Orton. But, like, he's Alex Riley, so it's like... Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cameron, congratulations, uh uh Alicia Fox, for now becoming the uh weakest supercard card now. Probably because there will be no more Cameron cards. I still have a. I have two legendary pros. Yeah, but in the future, season so, three, those are will no longer have. The those channels. are now really, probably really valuable. Fucking ones and zeros, collector's edition. No, they're not worth no. anything. Um, I think I think Sandow could have actually had his own network show. Maybe just YouTube. him doing him doing impressions. Maybe YouTube thing. He should do a YouTube like. Like Ken Anderson did. He should do a YouTube. Yeah, that worked out well for him. Told me about how to make fucking good burgers. You take fucking half beef, chopped beef, half chopped lamb, put it together. Juicy fucking burgers. No, thank you. Why not? You don't like lamb? No, I don't. You're so weird. I'm the weird one. Yeah. The other big story coming this week so, Ryback was sent home from uh, Raw Monday uh, after an alleged contract dispute with management. According to Dave Meltzer, Ryback had a meeting with... Uh, Wrestling Observer. Yeah, from Wrestling Observer Radio. Ryback had a meeting with officials Monday regarding his contract, uh, which is set to expire in a few months. Uh, it says he either met with Vince McMahon or Triple H, and he didn't like the new contract offer that was given to him. Uh, I'm just going to read through all this, just because... We I mean, just put the basic gist of it. His argument is, even if wrestling is a work, why is it that if you, when you're losing, you're scripted to losing stuff, you make less than the winners? Right. Basically, right? That's the gist. Yeah, that, that's really, that's really the gist of like, it. Like, there's no need to read the whole thing on it, what he said. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, I mean, I gotta agree with him mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, it should be based on the work you're putting in. Yeah. Also, he posted a, a pretty long blog on his new Tumblr account, uh, shedding light on the situation. He says he feels like he was uh, creatively stifled, uh, but more than that, it was also about to pay. That's what I meant. Um, so, JR weighed in on this. Uh, he says, uh, Ryback's claims of financial inequality between win- winners and losers. He, I'm quoting JR right now. As it relates to winners generally earning more on payoffs than losers, I find that one a complete head-scratcher. I can recall many payrolls that Vince McMahon and I completed were a bigger star, earned more money than his less, quote, over adversary, even though the less over adversary won the match. Payoffs aren't based on fictitious wins or losses, but it's about star power, box office appeal, and TV presence, among other things, but not wins. Oh. Alright. And JR doesn't have a dog in the fight. No, he really doesn't. So Ryback is just grumpy, I think. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I just think that, uh, Ryback's a positive person. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, I think he believes what he says when he was saying all those things that he was doing before about the secret. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he was, I felt like he was trying a lot with his character, and I'm, I think he's one of those guys that runs things by people mm-hmm. to do things creatively. Yeah. Like he's saying, and he's another guy. He'd do well in Japan. Yes, like I don't understand why you can't. He's he's Vince McMahon's dream. They, Look just, at his body. Yeah, I think they're. Just, I think they're just trying to pigeonhole him, and like he. I feel like in a way he's too creative for the current creative writers. Like he's coming up with things, and they're like, "No, just be like, be more plain." You know, you, like like the punk thing that he did, the mocking punk. You know they didn't write that. There's you know, no way they wrote that. I think he just did whatever because he didn't care anymore. Because I think here's he, maybe maybe he maybe he's he asked him if he, if he should do that because he thinks it would you know get him good heat and they said no. Maybe or he just went out and did it. And yeah, and he's like, fuck that. Well, I think it'll get heat. He did it and he got heat. Look, we went past that. Okay. I just want to say. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to say is you. Uh, he's not a hard character to write for. Mm-hmm. He's really not. Right. It's its a simple formula arrive, raise hell, leave. Mm-hmm. You can replace raise hell with kick ass mm-hmm. and leave. Arrive, feed me more, leave. That's it. It worked before. Mm-hmm. Just have him keep doing that. It's fine. Ever, right I back destroy people. He, like he was okay as a face. I think he's just more believable as a heel. But as a heel, in a way, like looking at him, you would think he's one dimensional, but he's really not. And he was trying to add more personality to the heeldom. It's like they literally stripped him down. Yeah, because he had a singlet, and then he's a guy. That might have been his idea. Maybe, but then he's just a dude in black trunks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the singlet with the cool designs on them. Uh, that was cool. Mm-hmm. And then, then you just, you know, you just looks like a regular dude. He yeah, had the same, um, airbrush guy as RVD. That's right. Valvinus took to Twitter to attack Ryback's stance on the whole equal pay thing. Is this thing. the Ryblock? Yeah, it is the Ryblock. Cool. Uh, so, he attacked Ryback and his public supporters, Cameron. That I... <laughs> she should have just kept her mouth shut, unless yeah. she wanted to get released. She did. And Lucia Underground's Brian Cage. know, the fucking giant dude. Cage. Remember we watched the video last Yeah, week? And the cage match with, uh, Jomo. Was that him? Yeah. Might have been him. He's fucking, like, one shoulder. Yeah, the wind is... machine and the girl with him. And... That's Jomo. Yeah, he was fighting. Yeah, cage. Brian Cage. Yeah, they were fighting in okay. the cage match. All right. Dude! It's too many cages. Are you alright? I'm okay. Alright. Okay. Um. So Valvina said, "Quote, hashtag Ryback's cult of economic morons are out in full force today. These folks are perfect—the perfect example of a failed public education system." (laughs) Okay. So speaking of the chopping block. So he had no. He didn't have anything else to say. That's all he said. Nothing else of importance. Oh. Okay. It was just other in, insulting. Like, why would he say that? Was like, what was ins- the reason? It was just other insulting shit because because it was, it was in reaction to Cameron and Brian Cage publicly supporting what yeah, he said. But I understand that. I understand. We just you know, wow, right back in Lucha Underground, could that would be insane? The way they produce, how it's like a TV show. That would be very good. Yeah, that could be very good. I think, like, their writers, I feel like, are really on the ball with being, with, like, getting people over and making people look good. What do you think? Because, like, Dario Cuerno, whatever. Cuerno. They make him look like a really good evil guy. What if you pair Damien Sandow with Ryback? Like, the Sandback. They'll probably come <laughs> up with different names. <laughs> Probably. I don't even think that's Sam, Sandow's real name. I wonder if Ryback was smart enough to have that name. Yeah, but like, oh, he could be. A, I, I remember WWE tried to trade ma- trademark the word Ryback, the name Ryback, and they couldn't because it's like a legit last name. There you go. Cause he could be like a good, like, mouthpiece for Ryback, even though Ryback doesn't even need one. I was like at to, first. You know. Cause mask uh, or no mask? Yes. Either way. I mean, I don't know, it wouldn't work. You put a mask put on a that mask guy, on him and he'll still say, "Feed me more." He'll still be Ryback. You put a mask on an elephant; that's still an elephant, bro. <laughs> oh, it's like Mister America and Hulk Hogan, which were two different people. Come but- on, <laughs> it's over, bro. The statute of <laughs> <a> limitations <laughs> is neglected. What was that, thirteen years ago? It's a long time ago. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We, I, I am ashamed. Mm. I am a ash- shame on basement bookers for not even for only just now thinking Lucha Underground for Ryback or Ms. Dow or even Alex Riley. Nah, no, stay away. There's enough angry people. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. Think of the matchups, man. Ryback and Brian Cage. Cage is a heel, though. Hey, Cage has to be a heel, right? Doesn't matter. Ryback can do whatever he wants. however they do it, I'm sure they'll do good things. I'm looking. I'm looking out for. That's a, that could be interesting. I was also thinking. Um. Uh, because it, I don't know what's going to happen with uh the radical mongoose. What's his name? Adam Rose. Adam he was, Rose. He was next. That he was going to be my. Speaking of on the Tropic Block, is he though? We'll see. We'll see. I'll let you do, keep you doing your thing and then we'll talk about him, I guess. Well, you, well I was say think, is this about his thing? Well, before, I was thinking, what if they put those two together? Like, Ryback and Adam Rose. But, like, use, like, I guess you can use life to imitate art or art to imitate life. I mean, well, Adam Rose can use the Leo Kruger character. That's what I'm saying. I don't, right? Probably not the name, but. The character no. was never used on TV. Use his name. My name, like in his actual... The way he speaks, because he could be a good heel if he wants to. Mm-hmm. My name is not Adam Rose. This is my name. This is who I am. And I'm tired of whatever all of this. And you could have a... Quote, shoot, end quote, promo. Mm. Scripted and whatever. And we're basically... The old adage, enough is enough, and it's time for a change. Mm. Okay. Getting tired of being held back. Yeah, I don't care about Adam Rose enough, but in the news this week, apparently he took to Twitter this week to show a doctor's note that proves he was legally prescribed the drug Adderall to treat his ADHD. Now, his original post from two weeks ago, or last week, I don't remember, said that something about people... members of his family struggling with heroin. Right? Okay. Now, yeah, because I remember we speculated that the drug they found in the system was methadone. We were talking about legal prescriptions and shit. What the fuck does heroin have to do with Adderall and ADHD? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Me neither. Adam Rose the fuck were you talking about? How does that. How does this Adderall and ADHD correlate to the heroin abuse that you mentioned in your previous post? Hit us back on that at Basin Bookers or uh, at RichTheRiz. Just follow at RichTheWiz on Twitter. At RichTheWiz. Remember when you used to work there? <laughs> I do. Follow at RichTheRiz on Twitter so you could DM him. <laughs> yeah, let me know, dude. Like, I'll get you back. That's fine. But. You know, I, I need a storyline to follow. This this doesn't follow. This doesn't doesn't work. Sorry. Speaking of ADHD, you ready for Hogan news, or do you want some TNA news? God damn it. You know the answer to the question. Just do the fucking Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Uh, Hogan has launched another lawsuit against Gawker, this time apparently for leaking the transcripts of his racially motivated rant that got him fired by the E. The suit says that, quote, his income was cut off, his legacy and entertainment was severely damaged, if not completely destroyed, and his global brand was forever tarnished. I hate this fucking concept of a person being a brand. I hate the fucking... I don't like the terminology of it. I don't like the fucking precedent it sets. Like, you're a basement Jared. I'm Rich. There is. That's not a brand. That's our characters. And in my case, it's not even a character. I'm me. Just I have to disagree with you. Okay. If wrestlers are independent contractors. we oh, Hogan's not a wrestler anymore. That's how he started his career. Okay. Hulk Hogan is his brand, John Cena is John Cena's brand. Your character, that's your business. That's why I call it doing business. That's how it works. As as a wrestler, you're an independent contractor. That is it. That's your brand. That's why you got to protect your character. Because that's how you make your money. That's how you make your living. I fully understand and support the concept of protecting your character. That is your brand. Once you start referring to it as a brand, you're putting a whole nother spin on it that makes it seem like it's way more than it is, but that's what it is in wrestling, dude. Your character is your business. That's that's that that is how it's you your make character. your money. That's, your but that doesn't make you a brand. Okay, we're gonna have to agree to disagree again. I were like we've both worked in retail a lot. Yes, but not as independent contractors. You're right. I've worked on the sales side. I worked on the sales side for 16 years. Panasonic, Sony, Canon are brands. okay? okay they make a number of products. okay? John Cena is a character. He has a lot of merchandise that you can buy. you know he doesn't design it. he may design a little bit of it, but it doesn't make him a brand. He's not a manufacturer. Okay, Rich. I'm just. I, I'm. You're right. I'm just. You're right, of course. You're I, always right. If I'm not being right. I just haven't. I want to get across. I have an issue with using the terminology of a brand to describe a character. Dude, that's how he makes his money. That is his brand. As much as you want to shit on Hulk Hogan all the live long day, it's not even about Hulk Hogan. It is, it's his freaking brand. He still sell, he still has Hulk merch. And now, he can't go into business with people because they don't, they want to distance himself from that. So he can't, he can't work with any promotions really. No promotion's gonna work with him. Okay. The Hulk Hogan brand was tarnished. Yes. So it was Hulk Hogan saying all the, all that racial stuff? No, it's Terry Bolea. So what? So was Terry His business. If he's a brand, it's separate. No, but it's still one guy. It's like saying if you're a publicly traded company. Twice today, three times actually. That's the third one. I I missed the first. <laughs> no, you missed the second one. You did catch the first one. Keep drinking slushy. Okay. <laughs> like. I still get, I still It's hard to have a coherent conversation with you when you're drinking so much. Cause you can't. Like, I'm trying to explain stuff. I'm listening. And you're still on your point. You're talking about and you me get drinking. you really aggressive. <laughs> so I'm like, I don't know how to handle this. Like, I lost my point. I lost where I was. So I went at debating. I went at the drunken debate. Do you. If you want, you can have it. <laughs> if that makes you feel better, I guess. So you you lost your point? I don't remember what I was talking about. I'm oh, sorry. I don't remember what I was talking about. Global brand. Alright, so like... Say you're... Say you're a sandwich company. Okay. And... Your spokesperson... Okay, I know where you're going with the this. The spokesperson did, is guilty of questionable things right. involving younger people. Mm-hmm. You fire the guy right away. Yeah. Because it reflects poorly on your business being involved with this person. Yes, because that is a... The sandwich it's com- definitely not the same shit. The sandwich company <laughs> is the brand. Right. The spokesperson isn't the brand. No, but you don't want to have anything to do with him. Right. He's basically toxic. So, what the spokesperson said or did it affects the brand. Exactly. So, you're. So, Terry Bollea is affecting the Hulk Hogan brand. So, what he said. Assuming so Hulk Hogan is a brand. Because it is. I'm not letting this go. What I said, you were right. I was working you. I know. But I'm telling you right <laughs> now, dude. You're not getting it. Wrestlers are independent contractors. Your character, that is your business. It is your brand. Like it or not, and the successful ones carry it that way. I'm not letting it go. I'm, from once, I'm going to plant my feet. Believe in myself. What I say. Integrity. Intelligence. A little bit of intensity. <laughs> a little bit. I, I just don't like the whole marketing turn. I know, it's, 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 I know, but it's just. It's, it's, it just, it just, it's fucking, a, it promotes the fucking consumerism that I hate. It's a business. Wrestling is a business. Yes, wrestling is a business. Doing your job is part of the business. Maintaining character is part, should be part of your job. It's just a little bit it more difficult now. It doesn't make your character a brand. Listen, this isn't going to change. Is this a, is this a civil war theme? I, I think, <laughs> honestly. Okay, I'll be honest. I think it's me. It, it it's one of those things where
1: I'm you too old for this shit. shit.
0: No, I'm too old for this shit. I, I because it. It, it it it's the marketing thing. Like the first issue I really had with marketing was when we were at Radio Shack. Before we carried iPods, we're peeling back the curtain, folks. We are. This is like we're not breaking the fourth wall. Just we're there's no third wall right now. So like, people come in. We were on commission for people that don't know. Radio Shack employees are on commission. And goddamn, I couldn't eat. Let me tell you. But anyway, before we carried iPods, people come in asking for iPods, and because we're on commission, we're gonna say, "Sorry, we don't have any iPods, but we have these MP3 players." Remember the Zoom? Wait, we had and, plenty Zooms. Yeah, and and the the sand. I don't think we had the sand disc, but so they would ask for iPods. I'd say, sorry, we don't have any iPods, but we have these MP3 players. Without fail, they would ask, "What's an MP3 player? How the fuck are you going to buy something and you don't know what it is? Even if it's a gift for someone, because they're looking for the brand. That's like saying. That's like right. That's like saying. Hey, Grandma, go go to the store and get me Just 18. Okay, sure. You're not going to ask what Just 18 is? Grandma, get me a Just 18 and a Four loco. Just ask them at the counter. They'll get it for you. Okay. The fuck? How do you go somewhere and ask for something and you don't know what it is? Did did you up on point ask for Just 18? No. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm just just saying. (laughs) This must be pre-internet. Yes. 98, 99, 2000. There was still the internet. Ah, uh, there's still. Okay. It's like, how are you going to buy something for someone if you don't know what it is? How are you going to buy something for yourself if you don't know what it is, what it does? You, you, you don't say, I want an iPod. Maybe they didn't know it's. They just think it plays songs. They don't know what format they're in. That could be an argument for that. Where'd they get the songs? Did they always call songs MP3s when they were on CDs? They had Napster. Did they? They probably had Napster. I, I You're you know, making a lot people, of assumptions here's the people. Thing. People really weren't ripping CDs unless they were going to upload it. Yeah, but you, the person that I came looking for, you don't know what their knowledge is. You're right, I don't know. Because once I say we have these MP3 players, they say what's an MP3 player... I explained to them, they just leave because they want an iPod and they don't fucking even understand that this will do the exact same thing for $300 less. I think you're holding a lot of baggage. No! You need to let that go, because you're past that now. You don't have to do that anymore. My point is, you need to get past the marketing. People. Get past the fucking marketing. Know what you're fucking buying. You buy a John Cena shirt, you're not buying John Cena. You're just saying you support John Cena. That's not supporting a brand. That's supporting a wrestler. You should try some breathing exercises. So back to this Hogan thing because we weren't done. Uh, Nick Denton, who was the founder of Gawker, apparently, allegedly, taunted Hogan before the transcript leaked saying Hogan's, quote, real secrets would come out. This lawsuit... Alleges that Gawker and radio host Mike Cowhead Calta were behind leaking the transcripts, and that Gawker had threatened to release them months before they leaked. Calta is a rival of Bubba the Love Sponge, who filmed the sex tape between his ex-wife and Hogan. Now, he filmed it. There are, yeah, he was in the room. The loves, he set up a camera. Now, okay, so you got two radio talk show hosts involved in this fucking thing. This is really making me not trust fucking radio talk show hosts. Or, just if you have a nickname like Cowhead or Love Sponge, you're a fucking douche. Well, you can't trust any radio show hosts because they talk like this. Well, welcome back, and we're here to chop the charts on the music radio. Garouche was a radio show host for a while. Talk, uh, not a talk show, but but like, was he mainstream playing top 40 and having people on his show? Mm-hmm. I don't think he was having people. It was kind of like in a room about this size. He wasn't a jabroni sellout. There's a difference.
1: You yeah, can't trust
0: jabroni sellout radio personalities. Anyway, I think, I think the moral of the story is don't trust fucking radio hosts. Hey, we've got Jay-Z 99 Problems. So, who's... And now Rich to Riz with the weather! Gawker's stance on the new lawsuit is that Hogan is, quote, abusing the court system for PR purposes and that he needs to blame himself for WWE firing him. Hogan's lawsuit is for unspecified damages and there's no word on how much he expects to get. His law- lawyer could bring up lost earnings from WWE merch and WrestleMania 32. Yeah. Everybody deserves their own privacy. <sighs> The whole thing is a wreck. Bottom line, like, even if you got permission from your bro, don't bang your bro's wife. Like, if there's anything to be learned here, don't bang your bro's wife. I don't think he had permission. No, he did. Oh. It was a the thing. They were swingers. That was the thing. I no longer want to speak about this subject. This is the final Hogan v. Gawker report ever on this podcast. Put my foot down. For this week. And now? No! Forever. (laughs) I'm not going to remember. I am. You're going to have to (laughs) remind me. All right, so now it's time for TNA News. (laughs) And the hits just keep on coming. I'm glad I don't have to edit this week. (laughs) Fuck this. Uh, So we talked about Eric Young making his debut. Uh, PW Insider is reporting that despite appearing on the network, Young has not yet signed the contract. He's expected to sign soon and will join, obviously, the NXT roster. Uh regarding rumors of a sale of the company, TNA officials are keeping quiet, and Tal seems to be as always in the dark on the issue. Yeah, we're uh finalizing the paperwork. So oh, my forty and your twenty? Yeah. Okay. Uh Wrestling Observer also claims that at least one person was told that when any sale or investment is completed, Dixie Carter and Big John Gaburik would still be in control of the company. On a side note, for the first time in several months, CNA has also reportedly starting started offering deals with, quote, significant money attached to them to free agents in the wrestling world. Why don't they pay Bobby Roode and Eric Young the money they owe them first? You know, that would probably be a good idea. The ethical? Maybe. think. As... How, how about paying um, Aerolux, that uh, company that the Harris brothers work for, that way... They don't get taken over? Yeah, fucking whatever. Oh, TNA, TNA, TNA. Well, they all, I don't know. We're in the home stretch. The rest of it is injury stuff. Oh, your favorite. Uh, your girl Tamina underwent surgery Monday in Miami to repair torn ligaments she suffered last week. Who doesn't know where the ligaments are or how she suffered them? Naomi mentioned on social media that she's currently in rehab for a torn tendon in her ankle. From what? She isn't in wrestling. It's a good question. Doesn't say. Me and Ginoclin noted on social media that... That shit fucking scares me. Bobby the Brain Heenan has been hospitalized following a fall. Later in the day, Heenan's wife Cynthia confirmed the news on Twitter knowing that he'll be in the hospital for at least 72 hours for low blood pressure. But the fall wasn't so bad. As far, like, that's the only reason why they're keeping him is for low blood pressure. So, that's good. It's not a direct result of the fall. Just put one of those things on and pump up the blood pressure. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Okay. Done. The latest update regarding your boy Randy Orton is that he's still doing rehab, but is going, quote, much slower than expected. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, Orton is scheduled to begin training for his comeback around mid-June. That's a while away. Are you ready for the good news? Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Essentially. Is filming a movie in New Orleans at the moment called Temple. According to Wrestling Observer Newsletter, he's expected back on WWE television, quote, relatively soon. Cool, man. Mr. Seth Rollins. Roman Reigns with Rollins at SummerSlam. Book it. And that is the news. Well, that was an extra-long, action-packed edition of the Basement Bookers podcast. Consider it a bonus edition to make up for your lack of Basement Bookers the week previously. And don't forget, you got last week's news coming up. That's right. Get ready to swallow that pill. Now, in the meantime, if you're looking for everything Basement Bookers... For updates on episodes that may or may not be missing, <laughs> check out the Basement Bookers Facebook page, where you'll find links to our Twitter at Rich for, you know what? Just at Rich Deriz, you know what it's for. <laughs> it's not for me; it's for him. <laughs> at Basement Jer and at Basement Bookers for the both of us. iTunes subscribe, review, write a review. You know, it could be a sentence. You could put, for example, I think it's good. Or, why is a drunk one not listening? Quote as, I think this is good. Or you can quote Don West and say, he's just doing what he wants. Or why is the other guy yelling? Whatever you want. I don't care. Five stars. At least. Subscribe, and it'll be automatically downloaded to your device if you set it that way. Uh, Stitcher is another way you can get us. And, um, that's really all you, the only ways that you can get us. Um, and as usual, just remember, the Match of Life is scheduled for one fall at all times. So make it count. And do what the man says. Follow the bookers! This Sunday, May 1st, It's all about one word. Payback. And we're here, the basement bookers, to talk about payback. And what we think is going to go down on payback. Maybe even what's going to go down on the raw after payback. I'm Basement Chair. Rich the Riz is over there. We're the basement bookers collectively. And we're here to rock your face with The realness, because this podcast is rated R for realness. If you can't handle the realness, then I can't help you. But if you sit and you listen, you can be conditioned to handle the realness contained in this audio file. But on to business. All right. Shall we run down the pay-per-view, the upcoming pay-per-view first, or shall we get through some of this ridiculous news? Sometimes when you're eating a nice, delicious meal, you got to suffer through the vegetables first. (laughs) So let's get to the vegetables, and then we're going to take our knife and fork, our fork and knife. We're going to cut into the nice, hot, juicy steak, insert however way you want said juicy steak cooked. Some like medium, some like rare. I like my steak. In the middle. How about you, Rich the Riz? For flavor, I like it more on the rare side. But, it's like issues, some things don't work that way, so I generally get it medium well. Cool, man. And I only ask for medium well, because anytime I ask for medium, I get rare. So One time I went to a TGI Friday's, mm-hmm. the one that's closest to the Javits Center, mm-hmm. and uh, they gave me a steak And it was like, it was almost like they cut it off the cow and just put it on my plate. Like, it was so much blood. Like, I could have picked up that steak, and I could have wrung it out into a cup, and the cup would run it over. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's pretty rare. Indeed. rarest of rare. Rare. Come on, man. I'm, I'm trying to absorb all this Ric Flair news. There are three Ric Flair segments here. No. Of news. that it can just be those three Ric Flair segments mm-hmm. can just be called we'll put it in a segment we are going to brand the Chop Block. It's the block of Ric Flair news. <claps> Woo! Yeah, see? The Chop Block. The Chop Block. All Welcome right. to the Chop Block. So actually, it's a good thing called the chop block because something he said at the SmackDown um, taping got chopped from the final edit. It wasn't gonna make the live. Oh no, the edit. no! way. But um, like he was getting criticism immediately on uh, social media um, after Natalia said that uh, Brett could beat him up. Ric Flair told her to kill herself. That's a little extreme. It's a little extreme. It's not quite. I still think it's not quite as bad as. But well, we saw that one time on Raw when we went and he made some sort of reference about making someone bleed like a virgin. That's. That's not exactly in the same realm. It's not. You tell it someone. Well, look, I'm, I'm sure you'd say, here's a knife, kill yourself here. was just. He's Ric Flairing all over the place, you know? He has to have been. Yeah, I mean, when I was in junior high school, that was. That was an insult. You know what? Just kill yourself. Mm-hmm. And no one made a big thing about it. No one did it. it was just... Do you know that no one did it? So far. I mean, at that point. But if it happened after I was done. Because I live right now. I'm here now. I, I try to be present, man. Alright. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> I know you hate when I do that shit. Ah, uh, So after the Smackdown taping... I think it was the next morning, early Wednesday morning. Ric Flair was... uh, Well, he was detained from boarding his flight out of Boston. Um, There's conflicting reports on whether he was drunk or just being disorderly. Uh, He apparently fell and busted his head open. Uh, Some witnesses are saying that there was a shouting incident involving Flair... And uh, someone that was being rude and asking him for a selfie. Um, And WWE is looking into it to try and figure out what the hell actually happened. Maybe he's going through something in his life, you know? Oh, you know what? It could be a chain reaction. He probably got into a lot of trouble backstage after that incident. Mm -hmm. And it just carried over. Maybe he... Rick Flair, you know. Nature boy. Go, is this the one that you're going to talk about his show is like done? Yes, so shortly after he was treated for uh, whatever happened, um, his Woo Nation podcast co-host revealed that the podcast is on hiatus because Flair, quote, terminated the contract. Uh, Conrad Thompson, the co-host, said the incident had nothing to do with the podcast going on hiatus saying that Flair is doing, quote, fine, and the issues of the podcast are about money and not his health. He says that he does think the podcast will be back, but is not sure when, and the podcast has actually been inactive since WrestleMania weekend. That sounds like blah, 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 cover-up, blah, 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 press release, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah, and behind the scenes, blah, blah, you better get your fucking shit together. Uh, Yeah, I guess, I mean... You know, whatever. He's always had this... He's got demons, dude. I know. You know? He, something pretty recent. Multiple wives or alcohol. You know, he lost his son. And how many concussions he's had in the past mm-hmm. or not. I don't know if he's had. Because his, his work style is not exactly, like, extreme or anything. Like, you know. I mean, the the craziest thing he's done is, like, you know... Missing that top rope move. <laughs> Every time. I think it's hit once. I've seen it once. Did he, didn't he hit it on Triple H or something? I think so. I think that was the one time. Also, actually, uh, I saw a match of his from like, like the 80s where he hit it. Uh, am I going to have to go on a... Well, I might not be able to go on a Ric Flair quest this weekend. We're getting to that. We're not there yet. I have sort of a tie-in. Because this is sort of similar to Flair. Uh, Marty Jannetty, apparently, went on his own little bender. Uh, he was apparently... During WrestleMania weekend, he was kicked out of multiple hotel bars. Um, at one point, around 4 a.m., Lance Storm's daughter saw him climbing on and walking around inside one of the freaking indoor fountains they have. Uh, look, I think somebody needs to reach out to these two guys... I mean, where's Doctor Drew when you need him? You do a reality show, Ric Flair, Marginetti, and Doctor Drew rehab. I just, I just it's called DDP. But no, but on the real though, they, somebody should help those guys out because mm-hmm. you don't want anything to happen to them. Tough being a wrestler. Yeah, like we know, right? Yeah, man. I Been once there. I once stubbed my toe. I st- I I. I st- hey, I'm getting a lot of practice for ladder matches, brother. Are you now? Yeah, you better. Uh oh better be on your game. Alright, uh, so that's Marty, and you just started talking about the, the network thing. I'm a little upset. I'm a little... I feel like the network should really take Netflix example, because they don't care. They, they Netflix that is, has... I should just tell let you say what you're going to say first. Alright, so I have the new official terms and conditions. Uh... Specifically the part that's important to us here. Uh, You mean you. I mean you. You want me to stop using your shit. So, (laughs) you mean you. Uh, In the access to services section, it says, quote, Although your WWE Network subscription is accessible on a number of devices, your use is limited to one WWE Network stream on one device at any given time. And then the rest is all in caps. I will not shout. If you circumvent or attempt to circumvent any of the use restrictions in these terms, your subscription will be subject to immediate termination and you may be subject to legal action. Sharing of login information, including passwords, is strictly forbidden. Let me tell you something, WWE Network. You're about to receive a piece of audio ball kicking. I'm kicking you guys in the balls right now. Do you know what the most popular streaming service is right now? Netflix. It's not Hulu. It's not you guys. It's Netflix. And guess what? Netflix has profiles, which allows multiple users to share an account. And guess what? They're still balling. You guys are greedy. That's what you are. I just want to say that. They should allow... Here's an idea for them. Like, right now it's $9.99 a month, as we all know. I think that's... Since when? What they should do is charge an additional $5 a month for every additional profile. Yeah. It's like everyone gets the network half off, except for the one user. Yeah. What's the problem? Everyone's watching. Isn't that what you want? Yeah. Like, put a limit on how many separate profiles you can have if they want, but... Shit, you know, if a family has, like, six fans in the house, but they don't all want to watch together, they want to go to the buddy's house, whatever, you know, you all need to be able to log in. Hey, hey, how about you guys stop putting commercials? Stop putting commercials. I don't want to watch commercials. I understand why commercials are there in general. At least, A, they're only a half minute. Too long. I don't watch them. But they should take them out of the pay-per-view events. Yeah. That, I don't need a commercial in the pay-per-view. That's insanity. These guys. I like mean, come on. They're already shilling fucking Kit Kat all the time and Mountain Dew and Tap Out. I mean, look. A, a listener might say nine ninety nine is not a lot of money. Maybe. It's not a lot of money. But you're just being greedy. That's all I'm saying. Netflix, though... I think they charge like, the minimum that was 14 dollars Yeah, I know. They, they raised the price on the grandfathered accounts, too, because recently, like, we were able to keep it the way we had it. But you know what? Netflix has multiple profiles. Mm-hmm. Follow me. And, and
1: they, they have, have
0: good stuff. They have a lot of content, too. A lot of content. Original content. Mm-hmm. And Great shows yeah. that just don't air on TV. And they have good seeking. Like, if mm-hmm. you want to look for a scene, it's so much better than how they do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, their best is on, like, the old the pay-per-views, the older ones, where mm-hmm. you could, like, go to, like, the beginning of the match, the end of the match, what the match is all with the little dots. Yeah. But you could do the same thing if you could see what part of the match you're on. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's, there's more important things than money. Remember that subject in class where they taught you how to put numbers together and make another number? And sometimes you divide the number, or like you x the number, and it makes more of the number. Math? Yeah, <laughs> I don't need that shit. I got a calculator on my phone. Seriously, it's it's ridiculous. Plus, now I'm told. Take that, Mister Steinbeck. Ninth grade math. I didn't need that shit. And now look at me. I have a podcast. There you go. The million. And million of the Basement Bookers fans listing around the world. I believe everything I say. I know you do. Great. Oh, this is the sad news. Yeah, um, China's longtime manager, Anthony Anzaldo, told the Daily News, the New York Daily News, that is. Well, that's the only Daily News that counts. It's the New York Daily News. Forget about it. Over here. That's actually their slogan. Alright. Right on. I knew that. Not really. Anyway, he told the Daily News that she died from an accidental overdose of a mix of Ambien and Valium. God damn it. Which were both prescribed. legally prescribed to her. <clears throat> he said that she's basically like the past couple weeks um, she's been taking a little more than usual. Uh, and
1: She, she had, had a lot of
0: demons. Yeah, you know. she did. All she wanted was, you know, but I ain't know normal person wants, you know, just Love and happiness. Yeah. That's you want to. Love and happiness, you know? Mm-hmm. A little more, you know, uh, bums me out, dude. I know. Uh so regarding Bray Wyatt's calf injury that he uh, suffered on April fourteenth in Europe, um, Brian Alvarez is reporting Brian that Alvarez of what? The Wrestling Observer Live. Very important to credit source. Mm-hmm. That he's expected to be out of action for six to eight weeks. As opposed to the previously expected four to six weeks. So he'll be back... <clears throat> for s- after SummerSlam? No, before. SummerSlam August. I don't know how many weeks that is from now. So I figure eight weeks is two months. Oh, okay. So it's end of April, so end of June, beginning of July. What's July? July is... Money in the Bank is June, so July is the pay per view before SummerSlam. Yes. And also in the bad news section of news this week, uh, WWE has released. Well, this isn't bad. It's Rich, not bad for you, you hater. I, don't, I just don't like to say that. Rich Brennan and Kyle Edwards, a.k.a. to Cal. That's a better name than Kyle Edwards. It's his real name, so. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, why not use that? I think because he had, he had made a bit of a name for himself in the wrestling world as Ardo Ocal. Oh, he was and a wrestler? Wasn't... No, he was, uh, like, he had wrestling podcasts and stuff. So why not carry that over? This was before they started with the whole, hey, let's actually try using your name. Thing. Is Tom Phillips' real name Tom Phillips? I doubt it. I hope not. It's two first. first. Well, like, Michael Cole's not his real name. Michael Cole is not his real name. Michael is Cole Hard or something like that. No. I think you're completely wrong. I don't think I'm completely wrong at all. I will look it up right now. I right, freaking know. It's a good thing we have Google. And the really ridiculously expensive but not really rich to risk 9,000. We should put the not really part in the title. Michael Sean Cole See? Yeah, I was right. No, you're wrong. Can I see that, please? Cause you know Wikipedia can be edited by anybody. You gonna edit it and make me wrong? No. <laughs> That's not a good picture of Michael Cole. He's like mid walking. I miss young Michael Cole, who got bullied by The Rock. You miss Soul Patch Michael Cole? He's still around. I miss uh, what frosted hair Michael Cole getting bullied by The Rock with his raw as war jacket. Remember that? Yeah. Remember Raw's War? Did you ever play the Warzone game for PlayStation? Maybe. I played a couple. I, I, believe it or not, I didn't care for the wrestling games. Like, I know they're very different now. Because there's so much more to do. But Smackdown was the best one. Yeah, he keeps a The about... Brock on the cover. Oh, I remember that one. Was that 97? No. That's too early. Is it? Yeah. Okay. That's way too early. We were friends when it came out. It's, what, I, PlayStation. We were friends in 97. Was it PlayStation 2? We weren't friends in 97. No, we Didn't weren't! <laughs> what are you doing? I don't know. It feels like forever. Yeah, but. Alright. You're way off. It's alright. Over here! Well, that's all I have this week for the news. Oh, merciful. <laughs> I mean, that wasn't you, you. You sounded like it was like a newspaper full. You said it was a lot. Lie. You lied. Well, if we were to take all three Ric Flair uh, news items, the chop block, except the chop block, if, you, if we chopped up the chop block, woo, would have been a lot. You chop on a chop block. All right. Well, this week is payback, and more importantly. Can't WWE premieres after the payback? It does. I don't think... I might not watch it. I don't know. What? I mean, I'm going to watch it, just not not necessarily quote-unquote live. Well, it's not live. It's a cartoon. Guess. It's pretend. You know. When cartoons watch cartoons, do they watch people? What? Like, if, if a no. cartoon... No. No. Right? You don't think so? No. Yo, what if cartoon characters are watching us right now? Like, I, on their TV. I doubt you can't prove that they're not. I, cannot. I, I don't think they watch things. Well, you don't know. Something could be watching us right now. What if... Bear with me here. What if... This is all a drawing. You know? But like... A real life drawing? You know, like someone's drawing this... Like, in an, as an animation. But to them, it's an animation. Like, what we look like. You know what I mean? Yes, and I doubt it. You don't have a fun bone Thank in you. your body, sir.